ABLA Talk 1580. And that's Miles Low Music, by the way. While we're buying black, building black, and all that good stuff, go to Miles Low Music and, and support the young brother. Got some good music. All right, excited to have a guest I've never talked to before in the studio. He's a husband of almost 20 years, a father of four, an organizer and uh, in the social and racial justice movement for the past 14 years. And he, he recently went from being the associate director of organizing at Community Asset Development Re, uh, Redefining Education, or CADRE as it's known in L.A., to launching a coaching practice with his wife, Emily. It's called Diving Within. It's meant to support people of color in the social racial justice movement, the nonprofit sector, foundations, private sector. So for me, that is how we got to this idea about not just finding your purpose, but funding your purpose and fulfilling it. And that seems to be what this uh, person is all about. Rob McGowan joins me in studio. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Great to be here. Hop on YouTube if you want to see us, youtube.com, KBLA 1580. So you've worked in the nonprofit uh, sector. You're also just a one of those people who is an activist a social justice person, uh, you and your wife. Um, and then you decided to move from a nonprofit into your own organization that's meant to support people who are doing similar missions. So let's yeah. start with the basic. I mean, finding your purpose. How did you find yours? And, 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 and it seems kind of like, well, everyone that's in the social justice space should know what their purpose is, know what they want to do, know where they can make a difference but it sounds like you think that's not true um yeah I, no most most people don't most people just work thinking um i got a, a, a passion there's a community uh, group that's doing the work that i want to do and so they sign on and they just start working right they start grinding and you know for us what happened thank you for us, what happened, um, I, and I was talking to Miles about this, um, my wife and I, we actually been married 26 years. Oh, 26. So, need so to update that bio. Yeah, I got to update that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, our middle son, Miles, um, was diagnosed with brain cancer at oh, the wow. age of three, and he made Sorry. his transition at the age of five. And so at the time, um, I was organizing at Cadre, which, which is on there, and... I got into, and we used to use coaching as a part of our organizing, right? To we we organize around um, school discipline issues for parents in South LA, and we use coaching to help them manage their lives as they tackle these policy issues that's ha that were ha happening with uh, LAUSD, uh, uh, LAUSD, yeah, and. At a certain point, I got an opportunity to actually get some of like some uh, official coaching skills. I said, yo, this is what I'm going to do. Um, and I went through the, the training. It's like a nine month training to get these coaching skills. And I needed that. I needed the practice. I needed to unpack stuff. Um, I needed to unpack my my grief from from my son passing, our son passing. And at the end of that program, uh, I'm an only child. My mom passed. Wow. It's so, a lot of loss. So I was like, you know, let me just dive into, dive into, 
dive into this practice, this technology of of uh, of coaching. And, you know, at a young age, I found out that I was easy to talk to. People adults you to come tell me stuff I probably shouldn't know, probably shouldn't have heard. <laughs> <laughs> and so getting these skill sets of of how to ask questions, of, of how to be curious um, was was like a perfect path for me. So that's how I got to, wow, maybe this is my purpose. Maybe my purpose, my son passing, our son passing, my mom passing, um, was the pathway to, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be helping people. I'm supposed to use what happened to me to help people get focused and, and sharp about their lives. Yeah. First of all, I'm really sorry about your son. I mean, that's just terrible, 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 devastating. Yeah, thank you. And a lot of couples struggle to stay together when they have that kind of an insane loss. Yeah. It was tough. But you guys, you guys have stayed strong. It was tough. I mean, at the time, and and that's the beauty of coaching, right? It 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 forces you to really um, look inward and do the inner work. Um, our relationship at the time wasn't great. Um, when he passed, we we actually grieved separately in some ways, right? So, wow. Um, the coaching, our lives, us working on each other, you know, we we had an opportunity, and we finally made ourselves back to each other so it's been pretty uh amazing since yeah and now you guys have started a a business together yeah yeah we do couples coaching we do individual coaching i do a lot of because of my experience in nonprofits, i do a lot of consulting work around organizational development leadership development right. team building yeah and a lot it, it seems like in la really a lot of people and and this is i'm i'm sure true in all 50 states that a lot of people, especially black people, we do start organizations. Yeah. We have a we have a life's mission or a passion and we start an organization. So tell me, like, how do you help a person who's already an activist figure out what their purpose is? <laughs> it's actually pretty easy. What do you mean by that? Oftentimes, people who are activists are already doing the work. Right. right. They just need to sharpen and get clarity about... Um, a about who they are, about their boundaries. Um, we oh, oftentimes get uh, wrapped up into this martyrdom. Like I gotta work a thousand hours. I gotta, you know, the the revolution is gonna happen tomorrow. And I'm like, no, it's not gonna happen tomorrow. You need to take care of yourself. Um, you need to focus on your health. You need to get sleep. You need to focus on your family. You need to um, really get clarity about, you know, what how and what you want to contribute to the world and how you want to take care of yourself. Yeah. yeah um, a lot of people in the activist space are already doing the work. I think that the, the it's, you know, it's interesting that the generation Z, the young generation is really putting a lot of Gen Xers and boomers on blast about this grind mentality right. as being just another symptom of kind of a predatory capitalist <laughs> mindset that we have to grind until we die. Yeah. They're rejecting that. And it sounds like you reject it as well. Yeah. The, the problem with grinding is that it's a grind. You grind yourself down. You, 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 you soften your edges. You grind yourself to, to nothing. And so we don't want that. I don't want that for people. I don't want that for our people. I don't want that for our movements. I want our movements to be healthy. I want our relationships to be healthy. And when we grind, 
we wear things down. Yeah. I feel like um, I'm glad to see that, you know, that movement starting to take root about about self-care and everything. Do you think a lot of activists or, or people that want to be living on purpose are going in too many directions? Is that one of the things you encounter? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I want um, to do everything, be it all things for all people. Yeah, yeah, that, that's an issue. Um, one of the things I tell folk um, that I'm coaching is that I want to see your to-do list. You don't want to see mine. I want to see your to-do list. It's like list. 10 pages. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the issue is you can't get through those 10 pages at all. Not in a day, not in a week, probably not in two weeks. I would, I would encourage you to, to narrow that down to five max preferably three a day on your to-do list you know i read this book about how it's called getting things done Mm. and they say that instead of having 30 different lists with five things you should just have one big list with everything from tie my shoe to buy a new house so it's not (laughs) prioritized in terms of the size of the project Mm -hmm. just to have it all in one place you don't agree uh nah I, i don't agree i say prioritize prioritize um things prioritize the the heavy things first if you if you get three things accomplished a day and celebrate each one as you do it you get 15 things done in a week yeah that's pretty significant you say so rob mcgowan (laughs) Um, how do you find your purpose it's one of the biggest things we hear all the time finding my purpose standing in my purpose when you're living on purpose life is easy um and yet you know you've been through um you know, personal tragedy mm-hmm. and uh, various jobs and different iterations mm-hmm. within those jobs to get to the place where you found your purpose, which is helping other people um, find, fulfill, and fund theirs. Yeah. What does that mean? I mean, what does it feel like? How do you know there, that you're there? There's a book, oh man, it's escaping me right now, but uh, it's a Robert Greene book. And he talks about all the famous people, all the successful people, um, um, these these significant figures in history. And what you find out is that m- all of them have had several careers, right? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and at a specific time and moment uh, in their lives, all of those skill sets, all of those experiences came to bear for whatever greatness they did. Right. And so I've had a thousand jobs in my life and every single one, all of those experiences bring me to the point to where, wow, when I hear people, I can I can because I've gone through my experience, I can see and I can notice where they are in their path and their growth and their evolution. So I can pinpoint things. I can ask questions. Um, so I tell people, don't give up. All of your experiences matter. Um and pick out something that you really care about because your gift will pay for it, will take care of you. Mm. Okay, I'm looking at books by Robert Greene. Mastery. Maybe mastery. It's mastery. It's mastery. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Are you on purpose? Are you living the path that you were put here to live? Are you effectively doing it? How is it manifesting? Talking about that and more, and you're welcome to get in the conversation, 800-920-1580. This is a place where we're amplifying black and progressive voices around the clock. KBLA Talk 1580. The station you turn to when you had it up to here with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580. 
Gillette. Thanks for waking up with Dominique DePrima on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, Rob. So let's pretend that uh, me or Miles or Rob battles our uh, account manager, brand manager who's here. That, that we are trying to narrow it down. Most of us do have 25 jobs and a side hustle. Uh, we have families and personal aspirations, hobbies. I'm sure there are questions that you ask your clients or things that you ask your clients to ask themselves yes. as they try to figure out whether they're on purpose or whether any or all of their daily activities and jobs are feeding you know, the reasons that they're meant to be here on the planet. So what are some of those questions? Two main questions. Um, what are your gifts? And what would you do uh, and not get paid? What are your gifts? Do you think people have an accurate idea of what their gifts are? No. But, <laughs> some, <laughs> but you know, people try to complicate it. It's like, what are you good at? You know, what, what comes naturally or easily to you? And, you know, once you start asking folks, oh, I do whatever, easy. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll focus on that. Start there. I always hear that question, what would you do for free? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that productive? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, because if, if there's something that, that is in alignment with your gift, you would do it for free. That means you'll put in effort. You'll read, you'll, you'll research, you'll, you know, you'll be good at it. And you'll turn around, you'll be an expert at it. You'll turn around and people will seek you out. And it'll pay for you. It'll it'll support you. Your gift will support you. Okay, that sounds like that follow your bliss. Which, you know, <laughs> for some folks, it's like, okay, that sounds good on paper. But in real life, I got to keep these lights on. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, everybody does it. I mean, in their own way. Now, let me let me take it back. Everybody does not do it. Um <laughs> I'll, I'll say that I didn't know that coaching was an option 10 years ago. And who knew that a kid who liked to listen to people who, you know, uh, have this saying that judgment and curiosity doesn't occupy or can't occupy the same space. So stay curious. Hmm. As long I'm good at listening and I stay curious. I may have mastered the art of judging and being curious at the same time, but that's but that, that may be somewhat of a talk radio, you know, requirement. So, right, right. So I understand what you're saying, and and I think um, you're talking about you know building a purpose in an area that you can sustain something that you love. But what about this idea that God put us here for a reason and we got to figure out what that is? Yeah. Well, God could be in the mirror. Mm. That's a different (laughs) show. (laughs) Well, if God is within you, then, you know, meditate, pray, um, get quiet and, and listen to what God is telling you. Right. So suppose I've said, you know, I'm, uh, you and I've said, okay, my purpose, my purpose in life is to help others through coaching. Yeah. Um, or suppose I'm, you know, uh, Miles, and I've said my purpose in life is to tell stories on this microphone and entertain. Yeah. Then, and and I guess you're mostly working with people in the social justice space. There's always that gap between the big idea, this you know, grand vision that we have for making the world a better place and feeding the masses and the millions. And then the reality of actually getting an organization or a project on its feet mm-hmm. and getting it funded. Mm-hmm. 
how do you go from, you know, that light bulb moment of this is what I'm supposed to be doing yeah. in my life to the nuts and bolts piece about having capacity within an organizational structure to get that done? Yeah. Um, two things. A, pouring to yourself. Um, let your gifts, as you pour into yourself with your gift, um, build your skill sets. So focus on yourself at least an hour a day. Whatever, you, whatever you're into, whatever your gift is, read, um, research. Focus on, your, focus on yourself at least an hour a day. At least an hour a day. I mean, I do it more. When you say focus on yourself, you're talking about improving yeah, your yeah. skills in, in whatever area you feel is Absolutely. your chosen or your Absolutely. designated. Yeah, Miles could be back there on that board. He learning about the board. What's the new technology? What's the new, the latest thing? Or he I'll, might be back there on that. the board writing rhymes. It's it, probably it might be. He might be. Hey, he might be building that skill set. Right. Uh, exactly. Writing rhymes, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. so that, that skill set you know, becomes valuable and right. people will seek that out. Now, as people seek that out and you say, hey, I have a skill set. This is this is how it impacts uh, people in positive ways. Um, pay me. <laughs> I need funding to do that. And folks, there are a ton of folk out there who will who will support you. Do you do you uh, find that people. It seems to me I know a lot of activists mm-hmm. who don't have the skill. They have the skill set for doing the work. Yeah. They can, you know, stop someone from committing suicide yeah. or help educate a child or get, you know, someone who's uh, sur- doing survival sex mm-hmm. into the pipeline of having a different life. But they don't have the skills to set up the administrative and yeah. infrastructure piece of an organization. Yeah. Do we need to get that or do we need to go find someone who has it? Nah, you can find somebody who has it. I mean, listen, even in coaching, there's some back end stuff, some admin stuff, some coordination stuff I don't like doing. I mean, I can do it, but that's not my lane. So actually, my wife does a lot of that stuff. Right. So shout um, out to Emily. Hey, big, big shout outs to Emily. Um, and even in on on groups that um and teams that I'm on. That's not my lane. I'm I'm not going to be the one taking notes. I'm not going to be. So the is one that what you're telling your, your clients in, you know, activists and, and, and folks, whatever their purpose, but uh, I know social justice is your you know, main area. Is that what you're telling them? Because I feel like a lot of times we think we should do everything ourselves. Grind, 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 grind. I think especially black people um, and to some degree Latino people, we're hesitant to hire that accountant, that, um, f- that grant writer, mm-hmm. that lawyer. We think we should do it all ourselves. Nope, do that. And we can't afford it. Fine, find some folk who you trust, barter if need be. Hey, I'll, I've done this. I've traded coaching hours for technical skills. I've done that. So figure it out. Figure it out. But but if you don't have that skill set, seek out folk. There's plenty of folk in our neighborhood. There's plenty of folk in our, in our networks who have these skill sets. Just ask them. Put yourself out there and let them know. Do you, you work with organizations that are already existing? Mm-hmm. What do you see the biggest mistakes we're making? Because I feel like I see so many people doing good work and they just don't have the capacity to level up or they don't have the actual funding and support that they need Mm -hmm. to do the work that they're actually doing. They're just doing it and financing it out of their pocket. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a, a, 
a very dope group. Um, man, should I say their name? They they do community violence intervention work here in in LA. Um, their office is on Vernon, just north of Manchester. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. The, these are my guys, man. And and I remember having a conversation with them, and I said, um, "What's your budget?" And they, I saw that budget. I said, "Listen, if you're gonna fundraise." Blow that budget out. What do you really need? Do you need someone to come and do HR? Do you need someone? Do you need office space? Do you need office equipment? Blow those budgets out. And you're going to be fundraising. You're going to be asking for money anyway. So ask for what you need. You know, put it in. Don't don't say, well, I can kind of do this. No, no, no. You don't want to do that because you don't want to be working 100 hours. You don't want to grind. Um, get your budget together. Blow it out. And fundraise for it. you're going to ask for money for it anyway so so you think most people are just not thinking big enough when it comes Absolutely. to their support their infrastructure their Absolutely. budgets Absolutely. not asking for what we need asking for what we can get by on absolutely i agree i mean i you know i i don't know because people feel do feel like it's a zero-sum game well if this organization and there's three or four that seem to get all of the funding and that's an issue right uh, man 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 i see that a lot uh, working with philanthropy. Yeah, when these groups get all the mm -hmm. money, these other groups feel like, well, there's nothing left for us, so we should just try to survive on just right. uh, uh, scraps. We only have 30 seconds here before news, traffic, and sports. Okay. Is it a is it a mentality issue, or is it a capacity issue? It's a scarcity mentality issue, because the capacity we we have it, we we have greatness we have people with these skill sets we have people who are doing the work we just need to network and, and contact folk and get together and coalesce and collaborate talking with rob mcgowan you know i'm i'm, I'm skeptical of, of networking i've started giving networking <laughs> the side eye because <clears throat> it i wonder how effective it really is but um we say finding funding fulfilling what does it look like to actually stand in your purpose fulfill your purpose how do you know you're on the right track. Love to hear from you. It's KBLA Talk 1580. More of First Things First with Dominique DePrima when we come forward. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where hate loses and love wins. Ron McGowan is here. Uh, he's the founder of Diving Within, uh, along with his wife, Emily, um, helping folks figure out um, what they're doing with their lives, their purpose, their organizations. This is um, mostly focused in the social justice space. And you were talking about networking. I said, I'm giving networking the side eye. I feel like there's so many networking gurus that are always telling you to shake a hand and do an elevator pitch. And I feel like I don't know that any business has ever come out of that for me. I find that I mostly get work from doing work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. That, that stuff, that's a whole different ball of wax. I'm talking about people that you know, um, asking them about their skill sets. You, you, I'm pretty sure you know people who do different things. Who, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 yeah. the networking I'm talking about. I'm yeah. not talking about within your personal network. circles. Absolutely. You're not talking about going to a mixer somewhere and handing out nah, business nah. cards with an elevator pitch. Nah. I mean, maybe it works for somebody. Maybe I'm just really bad at it. But I just, I'm as the years go by, I seem to wonder if that's productive. You're talking about tapping the resources that you already have access to yes but you're just not paying attention to right right yeah you may have a connector in your i'm a connector so 
Um, I'm always, I'm like, huh, you do this? Oh, I know somebody does that. Uh, oh, you're looking for this? Oh, I know a couple of people. So I'm doing that all the time. A so, connector meaning someone who puts different folks together yep. for the benefit of all. Yeah, yeah. So you may have one of those in your midst and you don't even know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I, 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 lately I've been thinking that if we start from the premise that we have everything mm. and then we just got to access it, it's a less scarce, a scarcity mentality way of going about things. I have everything. I just don't necessarily know where it is. Mm. Yeah, ask. Yeah. It, it may be in front of you. You, you never know who, who knows. Never know who you know, who they know. Finding, funding, fulfilling your purpose. Mm. How do you know when you're fulfilling your purpose? You know, is, is, is a, are you going to get a halo? Is, are, is music going to start playing? Or like, you know what I'm saying? How do you know? You're coaching clients and trying to get them from point, you know, chaotic but mm. well-meaning to sort of focused and effective. How do you know when, when they've succeeded? Yeah, I'm. A, um, there are a lot of coaches and people out there who do motivation. I'm not a motivation guy. I'm, I'm a transformational. Motivate your coach. own doggone self. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a transformational <laughs> person, so I, I'm. I'm more focused on you. Like, how did you get here? Right. right. I mean, I, I'm what not arguing issues? with Let's that. Unpack to, it. Because to be honest with you, I think most people, especially in the social justice space, mm -hmm. are motivated. They're working their butts mm -hmm. off already. They probably don't need you to stand there and motivate them. The, this, but being able to be effective in what we're doing, yeah. that's another issue. Yeah. So yeah. why is the how did, you know, you, so you're calling yourself transformational, meaning taking from where you, taking you from where you are, even if you're already motivated mm -hmm. to where you would like to be yeah. or where you could be that you haven't even visualized for yourself yet. Well, it's a, it's a journey. It's not a destination. Right. Mm -hmm. It's it's not a, yeah. a point that you're going to reach right, Jim tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you it's like you you it, it's you're on a constant um, journey of of evolution daily. Right. I'm trying to be my best. I'm working. I say try do or do not. There is no try. Master. Yoda. OK. Yoda, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Every day I'm looking and striving to be the best version of myself. One hundred percent. Well, some days that may be 30 percent. That's your 100% for that day, though. For that day. Yeah, understood. Right? But when you say um, you you start with getting to know yourself and that you're transformational, it sounds, you know, airy-fairy. So, okay. so give me the meat he, he, on he's, that. He's, he, I call this the, 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 one of my mentors and really good friends, he, he told me this years ago. He says, the only analysis is self-analysis. So what does that mean? We start with ourselves at all times. So here's the two magic questions. Um, what role did I play in whatever situation? Second question, what could I have done differently? Not, yeah. not better or worse, because there's no judgment on that. It's just huh. what could I have done differently? Okay. Start there. I mean, I, I, I agree with that because I feel like, I, I do feel like we have to analyze things other than ourselves. But in any situation, especially when stuff goes wrong, mm. goes left, or it's not optimal, mm. one of the things that has been most I'll say transformational for me has been like, what is my role in this? Absolutely. Instead of going, why did everyone mess uh -huh. this up? Instead uh -huh. of saying, what is wrong with people? Which was, you know, what I used to tell myself. What is wrong with people? Yes. It is, what What was my role in this? <clears throat> what did I miss? Yeah. You know? Great. And I, I, I will admit, I say, 
what did I do wrong? But that's, you know, that is what it is. The point is to figure out not what everyone else should have changed, but what I should have changed. Yeah, well, you know, Michael Jackson has the greatest song ever, right? You want to make the world a better place? Take a look at who? Yourself. The man in the mirror. He also says, you know, they don't really care about us. (laughs) (laughs) That's a different show, too. That is a different show, because... Yeah, that's a whole different show. But then again, if you know they that they don't really care about us, then <laughs> it would make it even more important to look at the man in the mirror because that's the one that's gonna absolutely that's gonna get it done. Yep, yeah. Yep. We're we're looking for that unapologetically progressive, unapologetically black. We're looking for ourselves, right? So we we got to look in in the mirror as as black folk and and see the beauty, the completeness the wholeness of each other and ourselves and, and and know that we have everything we need within us already. I mean, when we say, when you say um, people need to, you know, start with themselves, don't you think most social justice leadership folks are already doing that? Or is that no, not your experience? Don't assume that. Don't assume that. Oh, say, okay, so what is happening? Well, people are grinding, Mm. Right. People are, you know, overextended, overextended, grinding and 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 afraid to pause. Like, listen, we got to pause. We really need to do things a little differently. But they're afraid in in some instances to to pause. Right. Uh, When you get used to chaos, then chaos is the comfort zone. Chaos is the norm. So when things slow down or are different. You kind of create chaos. Okay, I'm going to, in my mind, I'm, I'm not going to call out a name, but in my mind, <clears throat> I'm thinking of a leader of a nonprofit that I know okay. that does amazing work. Yeah. Amazing work. Yeah. Actually, a couple leaders in this particular nonprofit, Good. but they don't have the money. Mm-hmm. They don't have the resources. So they end up doing everything themselves. Mm-hmm. And you say afraid to pause because why? Because the whole thing will fall apart or it will stop. Yeah, or they feel like they're the only ones that can do it. But a pro- but what if they are? I mean, a lot of times it does come down to one or two people that are doing everything to keep an organization going. Yeah, it comes down to that, but it doesn't have to be that way. So how do you shift from that to a more sustainable paradigm? Ah, see, that's see. Here's the the. Oh man, see, I love this. Here's where we went left with the social justice. Um, civil rights movement it's it's about developing leadership developing new leadership if if you're talking about secession planning who's t- who does it when you're not planning. there absolutely <clears throat> but that still doesn't create the infrastructure for day-to-day support yes it does how uh, because when you identify new leadership and you groom them and you grow them and you support them then slowly but surely some things come off your plate when when i was at my last organization my um my ED, she was great at supporting my leadership development. And I knew I was getting better when when she started coming to the office less. Right. Yeah, I mean, I have my unofficial Dominique de Prima School of Broadcasting, which is, uh, you know, there's people all over the country that have been <laughs> part of that, even though it's not really a thing. It's only in my mind. But the thing about it is my theory is that if we don't train our replacement, we can never take a vacation. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> it's like instead of being afraid someone's going to take my job, I'm like, you know, can I, can you just be ready yeah. in case I need to go somewhere? Train several. Right. Right. Uh, even when uh, I was do organizer, we suck at that as yeah, organizers, we, we especially? Suck. I think I think especially yeah. as African Americans, we yeah. 
we're not too good on secession planning. Yeah, we, we don't practice it. We don't see it. So we don't feel like it's an option. So even as an organizer, I used to tell the, the parents that we used to organize, I say, listen, I'm, I'm looking and working to give you the skill sets to put me out of a job. Right. Which is supposed to be the goal of any activist. Talking with Rob McGowan, diving within it's his organization, and it's only on KBLA Talk 1580. She's reclaiming her time on KBLA Talk 1580. More First Things First with Dominique DePrima when we come forward. Find a righteous range, and don't be afraid to say what you see. We're KBLA Talk 1580. And uh, Rob McGowan is my guest. His uh, organization, along with his wife, Emily, uh, Diving Within. You do coaching. You do coaching for uh, community-based organizations, just social justice folks, but also relationship uh, counseling, as you mentioned in the beginning, you know, the the uh, things you and your, your wife have gone through together um, with the loss of your son and and the um, general wear and tear of marriage, uh, finding your way to a good place, yeah. all of those uh, kinds of things. If folks are interested in getting coaching on any of these areas, um, where should they go? A um, couple of places. You can start at divingwithin.net, um, Instagram, divingwithin, at divingwithin. And so... Maybe, um, perhaps, maybe you and your wife will come back one day. I do this thing called Messy Mondays. In fact, it's coming up this Monday ahead of us where I get my uh, opinionated friends take on relationships. And uh, the more opinionated, the better. Um, <laughs> please, Big please. John, John Harrell got us started on that with all his alpha male theories. And then, of course, the last um, the last Monday of the month, we do Black Marriage Monday with uh, Ayana and Aize Ma'at, who are both I love them. family therapists. Yeah, we love yeah. them, too. So they come on the last uh, Monday of the month because I figure once we mess things up on a messy Monday, they can <laughs> clean it up. And we try to get our relationship bid in before the first of the month when folks start arguing about bills. Right. So that's why we do it the last Monday of every month. So Sweet. we'll have to get you guys in here. Maybe we Let's can uh, we can explore that aspect yeah. of what it is that you do. Mm-hmm. It sounds like what you're talking about is slowing down, being willing to even let the work of your organization or business um, lag a little bit in order to get a strategic plan. It's it's funny you say lag. No, it's not lagging. It's just pausing. So uh, okay. <laughs> so 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 here's the thing: if if you're organizing, you can say, "Let me carve out." two hours out of my day let me call out three hours out. let's do, let's do a week of half days and in that let's let's think about our processes let's think about our structures let's think about what's working let's think about how we can shift um uh, what can we do differently not better or worse what can we do differently that that works better for us what type of structures can we set up as far as self-care? Does that mean four-day week? Does that mean... What, why is better or worse? Why is it important not for it to be better or worse? I mean, better is better, right? Uh, <laughs> well, something else could be better. I mean, when, when, when you say that this is better, sometimes, oftentimes, people just hone in on that one and, and they forget or don't see the other options that's on the table. Okay, so we get tunnel vision and right. don't 
think outside the box, which right. is thinking inside the box because everyone's thinking outside the doggone box. Right. Anyway. And, and people get and people get scared that uh, they don't take action. It's like, okay, if there's more than one option on the table, let's try them all. Let's 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 see what works. Something may not work. Let's let's not be afraid to to discard, eat the meat and throw away the bones is what, what my guy says all the time. I feel like a lot of the nonprofits that I know of, and families too, if you want to talk a personal mm-hmm. relationship, are at capacity mm. plus, mm-hmm. right? And so that half day or setting aside this time sounds good on paper, but when we, we put it, we, we write it on the calendar, and then here comes the crisis taking up that space. Yeah, there's always going to be a crisis, huh? But how can we be our best selves if we if we if we ground down, if we're tired, if we're, you know, can't mentally we're in a fog? How can we be our best selves if we're not, you know, uh, uh, rested? Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm, you know, way, way better on the mic when I get sleep. That uh, said, that. it might be one <laughs> one day out of 30 that I actually get that sleep. Hey, so you're great on the mic one day out of 30? Okay, yeah, cool. one day out of 30. I'm great. The rest of the time, I'm pretty good. We're talking with Rob McGowan. And you, it's not too late to call 809-20-1580. You can slide one in before Tavis Smiley gets on the mic. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Say the quiet part out loud. KBLA Talk 1580. The conversation continues right now now, now, with Dominique DePrima on First Things First. First. Time flies when you are on the radio. Rob McGowan is my guest. He's the founder of Diving Within. He's coaching folks uh, in the social justice space and also in relationships along with his wife, Emily. Emily's going to have to come next time. We're going to have to get grandma or somebody to babysit so uh, so we can uh, get Emily in here for our messy Mondays. But you also have a podcast. Yes, yes. Skinny Blacks Lounge on YouTube, um, uh, Spotify. We just started season two. Um, Matter of fact, episode three of season two airs today. Uh, And it's under Skinny Blacks Lounge on YouTube. On YouTube and What the heck is that about? Well, it, it... it started during the the pandemic, and I was hosting these um, virtual happy hours, you know, and um, a lot of folks were coming in, and we had some great conversations going, and it was like, yo, this is this is pretty good conversation. You guys should do a podcast. So you did, okay. we did. We we put some stuff together, cobbled together, and and three of us um, did it. So we we say it's where. It's where the barbershop meets the library meets personal development. Okay, that's a lot going on. <laughs> well, you know, barbershop talk. And then one of my guys, well, all of us went to college, but one of my guys, he's super, super, like, articulate in his words. So it's like the library. And, you know, I'm the personal development side. Okay. And, you know, you talk about self-care and all this. It sounds like you're practicing what you preach. You took up surfing. Yes, yes, I love it. Recently? Recently, this summer. I've been wanting to do it all my life. Um, and this summer I got connected with a group called Color the Water. Um, my man David, um, Lizelle. Um, they're, they're black act- surfers. Black right? surfers. Yeah. Black surfers, surfers. Black surfers and surfers of color. Um, and my man Damon. Um, so, yeah, we, we started surfing. Actually, I was just sharing that there's a documentary out called Wade in the Water. That we drove down to Oceanside last night to check out is amazing, amazing work. Yeah, you were saying that D Don is in it. Uh, yeah. The late uh, Kenneth Carr, aka D Don. Speaking of activists, those on the West Coast know, is that you um, 
practicing what you preach, Rob McGowan? It is. It is. I love being out in the water. I'm a, I'm a Pisces, so I love the water. I get strength and, and recharge from the water, especially the ocean. And so uh, half the time, most of the time, I'm just sitting out there, just soaking it up, you know, uh, soaking up that good energy, um, the rhythm of the water and all that good stuff. Remember D Don used to tell me that you gotta see you gotta be butt naked in the sun half an hour a day. I'm like, Negro, no don't nobody got time for that. You be in time. your yard in South LA with no clothes <laughs> on trying to get that vitamin D. Make but time. he swore by it. You know, he swore by it. And and I guess that was an early version of self care. Uh today we said we would focus on finding, funding and fulfilling purpose. Mm-hmm. One of the things you coach folks in, uh, we got about a minute right here before we hand off to Mr. Tavis Smiley. Yeah. What do you want to uh, put a underline from this conversation? Um, um, the the main things that I encourage people to do, it's um, and it, there's books out that out there about this. Um, Five A.M. Club is one of them. But listen, do three things in the morning. Um, besides get up early, get up early is one of them. That's not one of the three though, but every day meditate or pray whatever, whatever, uh, floats your boat. Check. Um, every day move your body, Check. stretch, yoga, exercise, whatever it is. And every day expand your mind and read. Well, does it count if you have to do it for your show? <laughs> <laughs> Check, check. <laughs> <laughs> Read something for fun, yeah. build, build your yeah, skill yeah, set, yeah, expand yeah. your mind. And most of us don't move every day, but um, even a walk around the block or walking a That's couple it. blocks, it yeah. counts. You know, yep. it, it really does all in that sense, in that context, it yeah. all adds up. Absolutely. Rob McGowan, it's a pleasure to talk with you. Look forward to meeting Emily and uh, you guys are on. Thank you. Messy Monday. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm ready for it. Let's do it. <laughs> Meantime, you can go to uh, divingwithin.net or find them on Instagram. Find us on Instagram and all the places as well. It's KBLA 1580. Everywhere you waste your time scrolling, we are there with you. Please like, follow, and subscribe. I'm Dominique DePrima, and uh, you know where to find me online, mostly Instagram. Tavis Smiley is up next. History is now. And we are making it together until tomorrow. Stay well, stay informed, listen to a podcast. One love.